Duckies. You're at the right place. <laughs> the Marconi Show. Alan Coulter was such a great part of the Letterman Show. He was the second announcer on the show, and after Bill Wendell, the original announcer, died, the producers brought Dave a bunch of demo tapes of different announcers for him to listen to. And when he heard Alan Coulter's voice, the search was over. Hello. Is this Alan? Is this Mark Coney? Yes, sir. And, how uh, you doing? And my partner over here, Christine Levine. Hi, Christine. How are you? I'm doing great, Alan. How are you? Just fine. It's Big Red, Levine. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, just, just call me by my right name. <laughs> you, can, you can call me Big. It is. <laughs> just Big. I am such a huge uh, Late Show fan for years before Dave was on uh, even CBS that yeah. I just... I'm so honored to talk to you, sir. Well, it was a nice email you gave me. I, I when I when I got back to you, it was a couple of weeks late because I never checked the emails. <laughs> right. Hey, I don't know if you do the same thing, but it was like two weeks later, and I said, "Oh my God, that's not good." It was this was a request for tomorrow or the day after. Now you are a busy man, and uh, rightfully so. You are uh, very successful at what you do, and you've been doing uh, announcing forever, haven't you? I have. I have, and you're very nice to say all those things, including uh, including the stuff that you've been emailing me. We won't tell the rest of the world about it. <laughs> that's right. It's just between. <laughs> Uh, not big that red type, but you do what you want. <laughs> I was such a Letterman fan and really loved Alan. You know, he was a character on the show. He was funny, and he could do whatever Dave needed. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? So t- tell me about you. Um, do you. Do you have a last name? I know Marconi's your first name. I call uh, you Mark. My, my, my last name is Marconi. Uh, I know that. My first name is uh, Francine. It's Francine. Yes. Very nice. When I worked for CBS Radio at the time, the radio division and the television division were both on the same email platform. So you could look up anyone within the CBS network. And I really wanted to get Alan Coulter on the radio show. So... I looked for his email address. I sent him an email asking if he'd be on, and he responded and agreed to be a guest. And that was it. Eventually, he became a somewhat regular guest, and I, I was blown away. They, they do things. Um, they do things off the wall. You know, I had rotator cuff <laughs> surgery about two weeks. Yeah, ago. I was going to ask you about that. I saw yeah. this on TV. Now, I, I you were gone, and I was like, getting re- we were getting ready to you know set up an interview with Alan. Uh, I'm yeah. like, oh my god, he's. He's, got, he's passed on. What the hell happened? You oh. know? Well, yeah, there was one day I was off, and then I had the rotator cuff surgery, and... The very next, the very, like, the, the hours very later. Day, well, actually, the very day I had it, three hours later, I got out of the hospital, and I was uh, I was really drugged like crazy. The doctor <laughs> said, you should not go to work. And I said, how bad could it be? All I'm going to say is, from New York. And one line, I can read it. might be blurry, but I can read it. <laughs> right. and, I, and I read it, and then and Dave, the next thing I knew, Dave said, uh, Alan had a rotator cuff surgery. Today, he came in, isn't that brave? And, and did this whole thing, and I was in, like, another zone. <laughs> so, when, so when he said to me, how do you feel? I, you know, I'm very honest when I talk to Dave. That's what he wants you to be. And I said, I feel great. I am zonked to the gills with drugs. <laughs> Who would not feel great? I loved Alan Coulter. He was so kind and generous with his time. In 2008, I was off the air in between jobs. And Alan was one of the first guests on my podcast. And in 2008, it wasn't common for known people to appear on the internet. You know, like, Now, every celebrity or comedian has a podcast, but then it wasn't really a thing for known people to appear on internet shows, especially for an out-of-work disc jockey. Hey, 
all you suckies. You're at the right place. <laughs> the Mark Comey Show. And because I was out of work and trying to get more guests, I asked each guest that I could get if they would make a plea to other guests that I was trying to get. And maybe that would help in obtaining even more guests. So I asked Alan if he would help me persuade Bill Curtis. Bill Curtis, one of, one of the great voices in television and radio. And it's a must. It's a must. Bill, just get on Marconi as soon as you can. Especially if you want to see your career continue. <laughs> Alan Coulter, you are the best. And uh, when I do get back on the radio or wherever I am, I hope that uh, you will be a guest uh, once again. All the luck in the world. Uh, you've got the talent. Just just get the right time. There's nobody quite like Alan Coulter. I feel really lucky to have ever had the chance to talk to him. And not just on the air, off the air. We would email occasionally back and forth. And he was such a kind, wonderful man. And he is definitely going to be missed. Now, anything that you're doing, Alan, that we should know about coming up? Actually, I'm at the Paramus Mall in New Jersey with my puppet show on Friday and Saturday nights. <laughs> Beautiful! Oh, very nice! Yep. Yeah, how's that going, the puppet show? It's pretty good. Right now, we're giving money to people who come, but in a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, we're going to start charging. Oh, that's good. That's always good. So come for the puppets. Stay for come the money. For the, yes. Come for the puppets. Now, um... I named one of them Marconi. Oh, wow. see? Now that's a high honor. Oh, the Marconi Show. It's magically delicious. 